Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 14 of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide podcast. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about the immune system. So I'm going to give some general immune system boosters. So these are things that you can practice anytime to build your immune system up so that you have a lesser chance of getting sick. Um, I'm not going to claim that these are miracle cures, of course, and I'm also not going to claim that they will prevent you from getting sick, but they will lessen your chances and they will help your immune system. So anything that you can do to help your immune system is going to be a good thing. And most of these things are not hard to do. Some of them have many benefits too, other than the immune system. So let's get right into it. So the first one I'm going to talk about is alcohol. So when you drink alcohol, your body is fighting to detoxify the alcohol out. And when your body is fighting to get something out, it's obviously not going to have the strength to fight off other things. So this will decrease your immune system, especially if you drink regularly. So if you cannot quit drinking completely, at least cut down. So uh, I actually did just write a blog post about alcohol and there are a few benefits to it, but only if this is done in moderation. So moderation means one drink a day. Like um, there's different amounts for men and women, but I would actually say even less than one a day. Um, I don't drink at all anymore. I used to drink a lot. And this is one of my biggest regrets in life. I wish I had never done it. Of course, you don't think that when you're in your 20s. Um, I actually drank all throughout my teens, 20s, 30s. And then it wasn't until I was about 42, I think, that I actually quit. And I was drinking almost every weekend. And I can't say what my life would be like if I hadn't drank, but that's one of the things that I wish I had never done. And I'm in really good health now. So who's to say that that hurt me? Um, but who's also to say that it, you know, it didn't I, see, I, you really can't tell because there's no way to prove that it did anything bad or if I'm healthy in spite of it, or if I'm healthy because of all the other things that I do. But I did become much healthier when I, when I quit drinking alcohol. So if you are working on your immune system, consider cutting down on the alcohol, if not quitting altogether. And then another thing, the next thing on my list is, which is kind of related to alcohol, is tobacco use. So tobacco is harsh on your respiratory system. And so it's, it's just not good. <laughs> and I've, that's one thing that I'm, I'm glad I've never done. I've never smoked cigarettes. So that's something that um, it's, it's one of the major causes of health issues um, in general. So if, I mean, this is kind of a common sense thing. If you smoke cigarettes, you've probably, you're probably sick of being told that you shouldn't. Um, so, but I just had to throw it in this list because if you are trying to improve your immune system, that's one thing that I, I hate to say it, but it's one of the things that it contributes so much to so many illnesses and diseases. So the next one on my list is another common sense one, and that's to eat more fruits and vegetables. So 
Um, there's no other way to say it other than your body needs the correct fuel in order to run properly. And everybody knows this. And so the problem isn't that they don't know it, but it, it's worth repeating because if you hear it so many times, it, you might just find yourself reaching for fruits and vegetables at the store instead of, you know, you're having a little bit more of a conscious choice about it. And there's ways to incorporate fruits and vegetables into your life. Um, so uh, one of the things that I do is I eat fruit for breakfast. Um, I, that's the first thing I eat. Well, after I take a, a cup of tea, I eat fruit and it's usually berries. Berries are one of the best fruits for you because they're good antioxidants. They're good for the brain. And it's also good to eat fruits apart from your meals. So before you eat your meal, it's good to eat fruit because fruit digests quicker. Now, if you eat a big meal full of fatty, uh, greasy, you know, things like beef, that's going to sit in your stomach a lot longer. And then when you eat fruit after that, the fruit will start to um, go bad in there and and that causes gas. It causes all sorts of gastrointestinal problems. So in Ayurveda, they say to eat fruit before your meal. And so that's just one way to get more fruits in your, in your diet is to just grab something in between meals or first thing you do, you know, in the morning. It's in I, the reason why I like eating fruit before I do anything else is because, you know, usually we, when you get up, you're usually hungry and it's, it's not always quick to make breakfast. So I like to have fruit because that will put something in my stomach. It'll give my stomach something to digest while I'm cooking breakfast. And then as far as vegetables, that is something that most people shy away from because of the taste and also because they usually involve cooking. And that's true. I agree because I never used to like vegetables. I mean, growing up, I pretty much just ate peas and corn and, you know, I don't remember eating any other vegetables. And now I, I've learned that there's a lot of quick and easy ways to make vegetables. You can use herbs and spices on them to make them taste better. You can even just use salt and pepper. Sometimes that's enough. Sometimes butter is enough. Sometimes garlic is enough. And um, that's one of the joys of being an adult is that you can learn to make things taste good. You're not at the mercy of your mom cooking, you know, some vegetables in a bad way. And it, there's probably a lot of you out there listening that have had parents that weren't the best cooks, didn't have a lot of time to cook. So they opened up a can of green beans and plopped it on your plate and it didn't have nearly as much of the nutrients that it was originally supposed to have. So um, I think that has a lot to do with why a lot of people don't like vegetables is the way that they were raised to eat them. So if you steam vegetables or even pan fry them in some butter and garlic, um, and then, you know, you do it the right way, they can be firm. They can be just you know, the right amount of texture, crispy, and but not soggy. And then this way, if you're using fresh vegetables or if you are using frozen vegetables, they are a lot tastier and they're a lot better as far as nutrition. 
So the next thing on my list is to get enough exercise. This is another common sense one. And this is one that's easy to, for almost anybody to do because um, it's walking is, is exercise. Walking is something that's simple and easy for most people, no matter what your age, no matter what your fitness level is. Pushing yourself hard is not necessary when it comes to exercise, as long as you get regular movement. If you do aerobic exercise, weight training, stretching, those are good places to start and you don't have to do it for hours and hours a day. When it comes to weight training, you really only need to do it for 20 minutes every other day, or even you can skip two days in between and just work on different, um, different muscle groups. Stretching is one of those ones that I like to recommend because stretching, you don't need any tools or equipment. You just need to stretch and that can be done anywhere, anytime. And that can be done. Like I said, you can just wake up in the morning and stretch in bed even. And yoga is a good example of that. Yoga is, to me, I think yoga is, it's stretching, but it's also it's a spiritual exercise. So um, you should always do something to get your heart beating fast. And that's aerobic. And that's something that, you know, once a day or even every other day, that one's, you know, that's, it's not something that you have to do for hours and hours every single day. A lot of people get the wrong idea about exercise. So moving on to the next one, we've got overeating. So do not overeat. When you overstuff yourself, you end up feeling tired because your body is, it's putting all of its energy into digestion. So it's struggling to provide you with the energy that you need because it's working too hard to digest your food. So in Ayurveda, they say you should only eat until you are three quarters full. If you like on Thanksgiving, if you know, when most people eat a full plate of everything, and then they might go back for seconds. That's that's what you don't want to do. Now, it's fine on Thanksgiving or Christmas, but I would never make a habit out of that. Because, like I said, you're, you know, everything in moderation. Your body knows when it's had too much food. And your body knows when it's had enough. And that's why you feel crappy when you've, when you've eaten too much. There's that safe spot. There's that comfortable medium area between being satisfied and being full. So just remember to eat until you're three quarters full. Then the next one on my list is relaxing. So cutting down on stress, that goes a long way towards improving your immune system. This is probably one of the biggest ones, actually. Um, relaxing affects your mental and emotional health so much that it reaches over into your physical health as well. Because after all, we are holistic beings and health is greatly influenced by the mind, whether or not that is good or bad. So ways that you can relax, of course, are meditation. Um, there's a lot of self-care activities that are good to do before you go to bed. Um, I've got a lot of information out there about that. I've got videos and blog posts about self-care activities and ways that you can cut down on mental and emotional stress. 
So I will leave links to those down in the show notes so that you can read some more about that. So the next one is something that I just touched on a little bit, and that is spiritual health. When you improve your spiritual health, it trickles down to everything else because it's all connected. So feeling connected to the universe is crucial for our overall health. This goes along with the last suggestion of relaxing to calm the mind, because when your mind is calm and your spirit is healthy, your immune system will improve. I've actually heard recently that, I don't know how to put it into words, I'm going to probably say this wrong, but spirituality is more important than people give it credit for because having that connection to everything that exists is one of the factors in good health. They've found that people that have chronic health issues and um, cancer and all these other serious health issues, they are lacking the spiritual connection. So that's something that I love to talk about. Spirituality is one of my favorite subjects. And I love that that's, that's a fact that it's, it's so that it's so crucial. So now moving on to the next one, I'm going to jump back down to the body and that is your digestive system. It's a common phrase in Ayurveda that you are not only what you eat, but you are what you digest. So you cannot take in nutrients correctly if your digestive system isn't balanced. So like I said earlier, not to overeat, but there's also a lot of other tips and tricks that you can do to help your digestive system. And most of these come down to how you eat. So one of the things that you can do is, of course, to be relaxed when you're eating, to be sitting down when you're eating, to chew very slowly and thoroughly, and to not have a lot of stimulation. Don't be multitasking. If you can sit outside or look out a window or even just look at a picture of nature, these things will help go a long way when it comes to digestion. So the next one on this list is related to digestion and that is taking proper herbs and spices. So these are really good in when it comes to prevention and also for uh, the immune system. The immune system specifically, especially likes herbs and spices because a lot of these are made for immunity. Herbs, spices, and supplements like ashwagandha, echinacea, turmeric. There's just so many of them. Cinnamon's another one. These are especially good for the immune system. In general, herbs are just incredibly beneficial in, in countless ways. And I just can't say enough good things about them. I really like to talk a lot about Moton Rose herbs. And I am an affiliate for them because I've been buying my herbs from them for so long. And since it fits in with what I talk about, I became an affiliate. And so I'm going to leave a link down below. Um, the reason why I like Mountain Rose herbs so much is because they are all organic. They are, they, it says on their website, all of this, all of the ways that they, they source their herbs. Um, it's very, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Ethical. You can read all about it on the website and they've got everything. They've got every way that you can take herbs. So there's lots of ways you can take it with whole leaves, the whole herb. And that's the way that I buy them. And they've also got 
extracts and tinctures and salves and everything that you could possibly need to take herbs yourself. Um, herbs, herbalism is such a huge subject and I could talk about that for a long time and I will leave a link down below um, if you want to read more about herbs because it's they're really that important. Spices as well. Spices are incredibly important for immunity. Um, I think that's one of the things that our ancestors relied on. They didn't have vaccines. They didn't have um, drugs. Uh, I should say pharmaceutical drugs. They didn't have those things. And they relied on spices and oils, herbal oils. So the next one on my list, this is another common sense one, but it's worth repeating because this is so important for so many things, and that is sleep. Most of us could use more sleep than we're getting. So sleep is when your body heals itself. So you should never feel guilty if you sleep nine or 10 hours a day, because sometimes, you know, if you feel like you need it, your body must need it, especially when you want to get over a cold or a flu, or just you want to improve your immune system in general. I think we can all agree that when you get very little sleep, it affects you very quickly. After one day of no sleep, you're going to notice, um, especially the next night before you go to bed, you're extra tired. You, you could practically go to bed before the sun goes down sometimes. And then if you go two days without sleep or without proper sleep anyway, that's when you're really going to notice. And then the more, the more days you add on with horrible sleep, it's just going to get compounded. So at night when you sleep, this is when your brain is detoxifying the lymph system. Um, the lymph system is what gets your, the, your toxins out of you. And this is when your body is rejuvenating overnight while it's sleeping. And um, the best hours to sleep are 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. And I know that's not ideal for most people. Well, actually, most people probably do sleep those hours because most people work in the mornings. But there's a lot of people out there that work overnights, and I did that for so many years. And that's another thing that I regret. Not that I had much of a choice in the matter, but it's something that I wish I never had to do because sunlight is crucial for the circadian rhythm. And the circadian rhythm also is what regulates your cortisol and your melatonin. And these are crucial, so crucial for your health in so many ways. So the next one on my list is a couple of vitamins that I would like to mention. Um, zinc is one of them. Vitamin D is one of them. And that's one that you don't really have to worry too much about if you can get a lot of sunlight. Vitamin C, of course, is important. And I learned recently that um, kiwi, kiwi fruit is more has more vitamin C than an orange. And when I learned that, I've been eating I've been eating kiwis every single day ever since I learned that. Of course, I also eat oranges, but maybe I'm getting too much vitamin C, who knows, but um and as far as vitamin D, I live in the north where half well most of the year actually there's the, the weather's not nice enough to go outside every day. And so I do take a vitamin D supplement, but I also get my, I get plenty of it in the summertime. 
The next one on my list is to let fevers do their job. Now, this one could be seen as controversial because the first thing you think of when you get a fever is, oh, no, this is really serious. I've got to take something to help this go away. But I'm going to tell you what fevers are. The purpose of a fever is to um, get out whatever is causing the fever. Um, well, I shouldn't say causing because the fever is the reaction. The fever is your body's response to the virus or whatever's inside you. So taking a pill when you have a fever, to me, that just seems wrong because you're suppressing how your body is recovering from, from whatever's attacking it. So I'm not going to give too much medical advice when it comes to this. I think you should always check with your doctor. Um, try to check with a holistic doctor because most doctors don't really uh, understand holistically. And since you're listening to this podcast, you most likely are a holistic thinker. Um, so it's always good to keep an eye on fevers, though. Um, I, I think I've heard that 103 degrees is where... You know, if it gets over that, then that's probably a reason to um, really worry. But if your fever is 103 or less, that's I don't think that's any reason to worry. And then what you want to do is drink lots of fluids, um, sit in front of a fan, put a wet cloth on your forehead, things like that, and take it easy and drink, like I said, drink fluids. Um, you don't have to try to eat a lot of food at the time at that time because your body is already fighting. It's using its energy to fight off the illness. So there's a reason for the fever and your body knows what it's doing. So that's something that I like to tell people. But again, make sure to check with a holistic practitioner if you really want to, you know, go about that the correct way. So there's one more left on my list, and that is to drink more fluids, especially if you have a fever, like I just said, or if you're sweating a lot. If you are very active physically, if you live in a very hot climate, then you should drink more than what is recommended. Um, I don't know the actual amount as far as ounces per pound, but I do know that um, about eight glasses a day is average for most people. So if, let's say you don't like water. You can also drink tea. So that's just basically flavored water, but at least the tea is, is helping you, you know, get your minerals and stuff and all the other good things in tea. Because um, I know a lot of people that don't like to drink water. They don't like the plain flavorless, you know. I mean, I mean, I don't blame them, but I actually prefer water more than anything. I don't like drinking anything but water. Um, there's another thing that you can try and that is bone broth because bone broth has a lot of collagen in it and minerals. And so if you are sick with, um, a cold or the flu, bone broth is one of the best things that you can drink. And sometimes I'll just drink bone broth for no reason, just because, you know, it might be a cold day. Oh, it's the best. It's the best when it's a cold day and you're just curled up on the couch with a blanket drinking a cup of bone broth. Sometimes I drink that instead of my tea. So um, as far as water goes, um, the, the best type of water is spring water because that is literally 
what it is, what it sounds like. It's It comes out of the earth, out of the spring, and it hasn't been messed with. Um, if you can't buy spring water, you can do a filter. Um, the best filter, I think, is reverse osmosis, but there is a caveat. If you have a reverse osmosis filter, you should be sure to supplement with minerals because this process takes out essential minerals like calcium, potassium, and magnesium. It'll take everything out. So what you can do if you have a reverse osmosis machine is you can get some Himalayan pink salt and it sounds like you would taste it, but you don't really taste it that much and sprinkle a little bit of it in your water. And if you don't really want to do that, you can buy liquid minerals. They're called trace minerals. And I will leave a link down to that in the show notes because that is something that's even good anyway. Like even if you don't have a reverse osmosis machine, it's probably a good idea to give yourself some trace minerals because most people are deficient in those. It doesn't take much. The way our soil is these days, it's so deplete of minerals. So um, one thing else I wanted to mention about fluids, a lot of people drink soda. Um, soda is basically liquid diabetes is what I like to call it. It's just sugar water that's been flavored with chemicals. And I just don't even know how people can drink that. I mean, I used to drink it, but that was before I knew what was in it. And I just cannot say enough about how horrible soda is for you. Um, even a lot of fruit juices contain extra added sugar. So if you're going to drink fruit juice, don't buy the kind that comes in a container. And then, you know, always make sure you look at the ingredient labels because they will have sugar on it if there's sugar in there. Now, fruit does have natural sugar. However, if you buy certain fresh pressed juices are the best. Um, but if you buy certain juices, they should, you know, just look at the label. If, if there's a lot of extra sugar, I would rather just do fresh pressed either that or eat your fruit, just eat fruit. And then you get your juice in the fruit, which is the way nature intended for it and to be anyway. So, um, one more thing that I wanted to mention before I wrap up this episode is, if you want to boost your immune system, fasting or intermittent fasting is another way that you can do that. Now, fasting is, um, there's a lot of, there's a huge spectrum of fasting. There's a lot of people that do it. I just did an episode on this, actually. I'll, I'll leave a, well, I won't leave a link because you can just see it on the, most likely you're listening to this and you can see the player. Just go down and look and see. It's called Fasting for Good Health if you're really interested in fasting. But what I'll say about it quickly here is to do intermittent fasting, not where you're going like a week without food. I don't really, I don't really condone that for most people. Um, that's a whole nother subject and something you should talk to your doctor about. But for now, um, intermittent fasting is really just eating three meals a day within an eight hour window. So let's say, or maybe even a six hour window, let's say you get up and then you eat breakfast around 10 in the morning, and then you eat lunch around one or two, and then you eat dinner around five or six, that's all. And then you just don't eat again until the next day. 
So that's intermittent fasting. And I've gone way more into detail about that subject in other places. So I will leave a link in the show notes to some more resources if you would like to learn about fasting. So that's it for this episode. And I hope you got some benefit out of this and learned a few things that you can add to your lifestyle to help improve your immune system. Thank you so much for listening.